Okay, good afternoon and thank you everybody for joining uh, Jane for another virtual Lunch and Learn. Uh, today, we've got uh, a great presentation today on selecting the correct drip tape for your crop. You know, this is uh, a pretty uh, interesting and pretty important, right? I think uh, many times growers uh, might defer decision to somebody else that they uh, think has more expertise or knowledge in the area, but I certainly find that the more I know about a product and the more understanding I have of that product, the better I am at using it. And uh, ultimately, if I'm a grower, if I know how to better use it, I expect uh, and will get, you know, greater yields. So uh, this becomes a really important topic, right? Selecting that uh, correct drip tape. And we're really fortunate to have Kevin Stewart, a certified irrigation agricultural specialist, uh, presenting uh, to us today. Kevin's also the Ag Sales Director for uh, Jane USA, and uh, somebody I consider a real expert in the area of agricultural micro irrigation. Uh, and Kevin is just a pleasure to work with. For those of you who know Kevin and have had the chance to, uh, to work with him in the field, you know how uh, easy it is to work with and how valuable his information is. And the other thing I just want to mention today is, uh, I, I, you know, Kevin told the story, I hope you don't mind me telling it, but he said his father, the only thing you need to have is uh, agriculture. Uh, but Kevin is also a tremendous photographer. If you look at our website, you can look at uh, my seven favorite photos of the week. Oftentimes those seven photos are photos that uh, Kevin's taken of uh, uh, ag, uh, as well as ag irrigation that really help you understand uh, uh, what, what these products do and how they are used in the field. I think we're probably looking at one of Kevin's photos right here. So anyway, with that, I wanna turn it over to Kevin and say, Kevin, uh, welcome and thank you for joining us today. And uh, one other thing for those of you that are uh, watching, you can use the uh, Q&A box or the chat box to uh, ask questions uh, during the presentation. And uh, I'll be sure to uh, get those questions to Kevin. So Kevin, thank you. Thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. I'm glad to be here. And uh, yeah, we're looking at a uh, crop of celery uh, in the uh, Salinas Valley, just outside, of, well, just really in Spreckles, uh, California. But uh, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to be in this business for about 20 years. And uh, I've had the opportunity to uh, really travel um, around the country, a little bit around the globe, but, but most of my focus has been here uh, in North America and uh, uh, being able to work uh, with some fantastic irrigation dealers and with their customers, uh, the end user, and to uh, uh, share um, kind of our experiences that we've learned as far as using uh, drip irrigation and uh, also learn uh, from the grower you know, what's worked and, uh, and what hasn't. So we'll, uh, we'll take the next uh, 30, 40 minutes to kind of go over. And we really want to dive into, um, you know, what, what's really going to be the best option for your crop. There's a lot of different uh, uh, tape options um, out there and we want to uh, try and help uh, guide you guys uh, in the right, uh, right direction. Um, just, just in case anyone's not really familiar about what drip irrigation is in the most simplest of terms, it's really applying small amounts of water, um, uh, water and fertilizer uh, to the crop, really one drop at a time. Uh, we try and uh, get uh, the placement of whatever the, the, the source is, uh, as close to the crop or the root zone. And uh, we're really 
you know, this is a very low volume, low pressure type system. And so we're operating at 10 PSI within the drip tape itself. And uh, by the time water has made its way through the, the tape, it's coming out, you know, at a drop, a droplet at a time. Um, so again, uh, low rates, uh, a high frequency, um, traditional systems, irrigation systems may, you know, run once a week. Uh, we're running every day uh, in, in extreme cases, but, but generally, you know, every two to three days uh, is when uh, a drip irrigation system uh, is applying water uh, to a field. So then you ask, well, what is drip tape? And uh, I, I think, I don't know this for sure, but I think drip tape kind of got its name just because, you know, when you roll this, this polyethylene material, it, it, it rolls flat, almost like just a roll of tape would. Uh, and so it, it, it's, it's kind of gotten its name as, uh, uh, as this tape. Obviously, they'll understand uh, the, the concept of that. But uh, drip tape is made polyethylene. Um, it, uh, it, it ranges um, in mill thickness from uh, four thousandths of an inch thick up to 20 thousandths of an inch thick. Um, so, or often we refer to it as, as mil. So between four and, and, and 20 mil is kind of the range um, that the Jane um, uh, manufactures. Um, it, it really kind of is focused on high value crops, uh, vegetables, fruits, um, but it's not limited to just that. We, uh, we do a lot of business with corn, uh, cotton, soybeans, you know, some of the, you know, the main uh, staple crops uh, that we have where growers are trying to, you know, look for ways to uh, conserve water. And uh, so this has been a great option. And uh, it, it really has uh, a range of spacing anywhere from two inches uh, all the way up to 24 inches and everything in between. So, so Kevin, when I'm, when I'm uh, ordering or when I'm looking at what drip tape to buy, I just uh, order it in the two inch, four inch, whatever spacing I want. How, how does that work? Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, it, it it comes in a bunch of different options. We'll kind of go through and in, in, in this we, we hope to to maybe you know help people understand what's going to be the right spacing or the right flow rate uh, for their particular uh, farm or operation. And so, um, but but yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of experienced people here at Jane. We've got a a great dealer base um, that stocks and carries our products and. Uh, um, you know, could also answer that question, but uh, I would say anything, anything that you're doing in a backyard, you know, garden, you, you, there's a, you almost can't mess that up. You could go with a two inch spacing. I have a six inch emitter spacing in my backyard garden uh, that I grow onions and lettuce and tomatoes. And, uh, and so re really, um, you know, for a homeowner, uh, just about anything works. Now, when you get onto a large scale farming agriculture, um, you, you've got to really get it pinned down, you know, to the right spacing and the right flow and make sure you've got the right, uh, you know, dimensions and, and we'll cover these things. Um, right. But that's, that's cool. I can really customize it to my application and, and my farm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, we can get it very detailed. Um, in, in this presentation, we'll talk about three products uh, primarily uh, that uh, the, the Jane manufactures. And uh, here's just a, a, a snapshot. I'll just name them. Uh, we've got Cascade um, off to the left. We have Chapin uh, right in the middle. And then we have TurboTape 
uh, on the right-hand side. We know that no two systems are really alike and uh, you know they, they vary from soil type to maybe different varieties to different climates to different field sizes and so we uh, we've uh, invested uh, quite a bit of money millions into technology and machinery to uh, offer a number of products that we feel you know would uh, you know complement just you know uh, make a good complement to a, a number of these crops. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about was Chapin, um, which uh, we actually make uh, in upstate New York, in Watertown, New York. And uh, uh, if anyone wants to visit, I'm, I'm taking reservations for the winter time. So uh, <laughs> it, it's a bit of a, a, a challenge to, uh, to get up there in the winter, but uh, a phenomenal place. They've, uh, they've, they've, you know, been in existence or making product for over 50 years. And uh, it's a continuous style drip tape, which means you've got a path, you've got a number of inlets and, and a pathway that just runs the complete line of the, the, of the, uh, the, of the drip tape and uh, comes in a number of different spacing and flow rates and, uh, and, and mill thicknesses. And uh, it's really been an industry leader um, in, uh, in kind of the, uh, the veggie market and also in the fruit, the strawberries. Uh, and, and other crops. It's, uh, it's really, it's known for its tensile strength and uh, it, uh, it has a rolled edge uh, is what we refer to, but uh, it's a, just a, an easy way of saying we add extra material on the uh, edges of the tape to reinforce it, to make it uh, just a little bit more sturdy so that it stands up and, and handles uh, the elements, whether it's insects or pressure or just um, putting it in the ground and pulling it back out. Um, these are all things that will uh, cause strain uh, on material. And uh, this, this really has uh, some of the, um, in the industry, we have a number of growers that uh, have used six mil uh, product of, of, of maybe, you know, somebody else's product. And um, we've tested some of our five mil and they have said, listen, this five mil works just as good as a six mil. And I see no difference other than a savings. And so um, it, it's really, uh, it's been a workhorse and it's been a great, uh, a great product for us uh, over the years. Uh, Cascade, uh, which uh, um, is made in Fresno, California. Uh, it has uh, an extruded uh, emitter uh, that's inserted into uh, um, you know, polyethylene and uh, it was designed in Israel. It's manufactured here in the U.S. And uh, it's really, uh, it, it's been a leader in a number of crops, uh, both East Coast and, and, and West Coast and right in the middle of the country. Uh, in Florida, uh, we utilize it mainly uh, in, in strawberries and tomatoes. Um, been a, a, just a fantastic uh, product uh, for growers. Um, in the Midwest, uh, we use it in the, the corn-soybean rotation. Uh, we've also uh, gain quite a bit of traction in cotton. Um, so it's been uh, just a really, really good, uh, good product. Um, uh, great for uh, SDI, which is subsurface drip irrigation, which means you're going to put it in the ground and you're going to leave it in the ground for a number of years and try and get, uh, you know, a, a good uh, utilization out of it. So very, very difficult to plug uh, the product and uh, it's got really good velocity. Um, if you can see my 
cursor right through here, um, we've got uh, we've got really good velocity that just keeps uh, everything in suspension and just moves it through the emitter track. Um, so it, uh, um, you know, these uh, these teeth have been designed um, to make sure that you know, we keep water moving uh, at a pretty rapid uh, pace. It's a fine balance between because you're lowering the pressure, you're slowing water down, but at the same time, you can't slow it down too much. Um, you need to keep things in suspension, in suspension and, and, and uh, keep the velocity um, moving pretty quick. So, and finally, uh, we have turbo tape, uh, which is a, a, another continuous uh, style uh, emitter, but we insert a ribbon uh, into the uh, material. Um, it was engineered here in the US. It's manufactured in Fresno. And uh, one of the real cool things about this product, and we'll go into more detail, is we have continuous filtering uh, inlets uh, that run the entire length of the tubing on, on both sides. And so you've got uh, filtration built right within the tape um, on both sides of the emitter pathway. So each one of those inlets acts as a filter and uh, you can you can plug a, an inlet and you can be just fine. You can plug multiple inlets and, and, and be okay. Uh, it's when you plug uh, uh, inside the emitter pathway is when it becomes uh, an issue. But this has been a great product uh, for us in the onion and garlic uh, markets. Um, we've been able to uh, uh, go with a very close emitter spacing and, uh, and with uh, what we call an ultra low flow uh, flow rate, uh, which is really what uh, these crops require. And uh, this is just, it's, it's really kind of, you know, fit right within there. It, it, it certainly can be used in, in a number of other crops as well. We've just seen um, really good market leadership uh, in the onion and garlic market uh, here in the U.S. Uh, with that product. Well, we're talking about trying to select, you know, the right tape. I think it all starts with uh, selecting the right uh, the right resin, and uh, we work with uh, Dow Chemical. We're a major customer of Dow. Um, I'm sure you know the volume that we purchase uh, affords us good uh, good pricing, but it's probably not the cheapest stuff out on the market, and, and we're okay with that. Um, it's more important to us that we use good quality resin, um, you know, something that's not recycled. We're we're all in favor of recycling our product and and. and and, and putting it maybe into other things. At this point, we just don't want to put it back into our drip tape. We feel like there's thousands, growers are investing thousands of dollars per acre uh, in a crop. And the last thing we want to do is, uh, you know, put something else in there other than, um, you know, virgin uh, quality resin. So if you look at this uh, pie graph, you can see that most uh, of what goes into drip tape is, is actually the polyethylene and then we add some carbon black, uh, which are the UV uh, protection uh, inhibitors. It just keeps it from really breaking down in the sun. And then, uh, you know, there's some other stabilizers uh, in there. Everyone kind of has their own secret, you know, blend or process. And so this is something that, uh, you know, our chemical engineers have, have studied and have figured out uh, a, good, uh, a, a good mixture um, that uh, you want it to have a little bit of flex to it, but not too much. And uh, you want it to have, uh, you know, good, sturdy, um, you know, re resistance and, and, and not uh, pull too, too much. And so it's, it's a bit of a fine balance. And we think we found that. And uh, so that's worked really, really well for us. Um, 
As I mentioned earlier, there's there's a lot of a lot of crops, a lot of different applications, and uh, we we don't really think you know there is a one size fits all approach. We feel like we need to offer uh, as many options as possible um, that uh, will be tailored uh, to really the uh, the soil type, the water requirement, the run length, and so on. And so here's just just a few crops. Um, I mean, we work with hundreds of different crops worldwide. Um, really trying to, uh, um, you know, articulate uh, a product or come up with a product that, that's really going to be kind of the best fit for that crop. So, hey, hey Kevin, I have a question here. Um, yeah. Are many people a drip tape and uh, landscape applications? Um, yeah, I, I think so. I, you might be able to answer this better than I can. I, I've seen it more and more go into commercial, um, you know, turf type uh, applications, you know, where, you know, you know, put people will uh, drip or get a football field or a soccer field. Um, I, uh, I, I think if I were to retrofit my, um, you know, my, my home system, I, I, I would try a, uh, a drip irrigation. I, I don't think you would use really drip tape for that. You'd want to use something, uh, um, you know, with a heavier, uh, a bigger wall, probably a 45 wall. And so we're, we're talking, you know, uh, you know, 20 mil is where we max out a drip tape and you, you probably want to be double that um, on, uh, on a commercial landscape or even on, on just a, a landscape. But, but yeah, I think it's probably done more often than not. Yeah, so that when you say a 45 wall, you mean the thickness of the wall is 45 mil? Yeah, right around there, yep. And, and that is, uh, that's typically, right, a, uh, uh, a mid-or-mine or a total CV type application, is that right? Correct, more of a tubing, a heavy wall emitter line like, like total CV uh, that we offer, um, you know, for our landscape customers. Yeah, and the lifespan of this strip tape does it last a while? What and I know it's going to be on uh, mill size, but what what do you say about that? Yeah, so on, on the mill thickness, uh, four, five mil, six mil, those are typically uh, you're going to get probably uh, a one use out of it, and then uh, we'll want to go ahead and, and have that picked up and recycled. Uh, you get into uh, and I should include eight mil in there as well. Some sometimes. Eight mil will get used for a couple of years, but in, in, in a lot of cases, most of uh, our growers uh, in Florida uh, use an eight mil for their strawberries and also for their tomatoes, and uh, that's, that's put in and, and taken out uh, all within the, within one year. Um, you get into some of the, the the ten mil, the thirteen mil, the fifteen mil, the twenty. Those all are going to last uh, a number of years. Um, you're you're going to spend a lot more. Uh, on that, and uh, the goal is that you really maximize the uh, the longevity uh, on that. Great, thanks, Kevin. Um, I didn't mean to stall on this slide. It's a little bit of a busy slide, and uh, but I, I just wanted to. I, what I'm really trying to explain here is all of the different flow rates that we have across the flow spectrum, and this would include uh, you know our our, our four different products. Mm. Uh, we really offer within drip tape, but uh, you know the, these first two. These are what we consider ultra low flow uh, emitters, and so these are 0.06 gallons per hour emitter. Um, 
very, very low flow, hard, hard to make. Not, not everyone can do this. Um, a bit of a, probably a combination of an art and science trying to, to get this perfected. Um, you know, the next uh, five flow rates, um, and I didn't really think about this too, too long, but then I, I would kind of consider this more of our low flow uh, products range from a 0.10 to about a 0.17, again, gallons per hour uh, per emitter. And then uh, we've got uh, our medium flow products and our, uh, our higher flow, high flow products. So, um, you know, in these four different categories, we cover kind of, you know, the extreme ranges. Um, and these are, these are just kind of our, our standard common products that we make every day. Um, you know, they're, there's, you could probably fill in the gaps a little bit with, with some other custom type items, but these are, these are products that we're making every day uh, that go into several different markets. And so we feel like we uh, have invested in the, the drippers, the molds, the technology, the equipment to uh, really cover uh, the entire flow spectrum. I wanted to talk about this because it gets a little confusing sometimes, but uh, you have gallons per hour per emitter. And I just, I, off to the right, I, I put uh, some, some in, in our thin wall emitter line, which is our cascade. Uh, and I think most companies do this. We, we label things in gallons per hour per emitter, and then we just vary the emitter by spacing. Um, in our drip tape uh, options, we list them in gallons per minute per hundred feet. And uh, I, I've seen where this really kind of messes people up sometimes if you don't understand it. But the, so this 0.20 is a gallons per minute per 100 feet of line. It's going to be flowing at 0.20 gallons. And so it, it gets a little confusing, but I just, I did want to make the distinction. And I, I wanted to show the calculation on here that if you were to um, convert from gallons per minute per 100 feet to gallons per per hour per emitter, this is kind of how you would do it. You would take you would take whatever flow you have, divide it by the number of emitters that you have within 100 feet, and then, and then times it by 60. So in this case, if you have a 0 0.40 gallons per minute per 100 feet on an eight inch spacing, which would be 150 emitters uh, in 100 feet, times that by, by 16, you come up with a 0.16. And then I did kind of just reverse the math on here, trying to take it from gallons per hour uh, per emitter and switch it into gallons per minute per hundred feet. So I, I don't mean to confuse anybody. I just, I, I felt like it was worth spending just a, a minute or two talking about this. I can, I can give this slide and I've got a, a few cheat sheets where we kind of go back and forth. Um, but I have seen uh, where we, there was a grower that got confused and uh, they asked for a 0.25 and no one really, um, he didn't, didn't specify if he wanted it in gallons per minute per 100 feet or if he wanted it in, in gallons per hour per emitter. And with Murphy's Law, um, it, it got designed uh, in the, uh, a gallon per hour per emitter and they didn't have the capacity and it needed to be completely uh, redesigned. The, the, the piping needed to come out and it ended up being a, a bit of a mess. So, so Kevin, why do we care about the 100 feet? Why, why is that important? Uh, good, good question. I, 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 I don't really 
know the, the answer to that other than our, our industry has kind of set some, some standards. It probably goes back to, it's an easy way to calculate. I think ultimately you want to get to gallons per minute per acre. And I think this is just a, an easier way um, to, uh, to kind of get there. And so, um, you know, if you know what your Q100 is, um, you know, there's a, uh, um, a, a calculation where you can, you know, um, you know, put that in and, and understand how many gallons per minute per acre you're, you're dealing with. And that'll help you kind of go back and make sure that you've got enough, uh, enough sizing in your pipe to handle, um, handle that flow. Uh, you know, in a lot of cases, you're looking at like uh, 20 gallons a minute per acre um, in, you know, in say a, a 10 acre zone. And so it's just a matter of, you know, kind of going back um, through the design process. I, other than that, I don't know exactly why. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of planning here, right? And your pipe sizing and all to get it there. And yeah, knowing how much you're putting on per acre is really critical. Right. Yeah. So um, one of the reasons we're all sitting here is, is really, you know, how to decide which tape is going to be the best option. I just came up with a, with a little checklist of things um, that I, I feel are, are worth um, going through. And at least uh, on every, uh, you know, every time you look at this, probably, you know, take these things into consideration as you're trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be really the, the best option. Um, the, the run length is probably, you know, one of the first things you know, somebody would like to start with. And that has everything to do with the inside diameter of the, the drip tape. And uh, we, uh, at Jane, we've, we've made the investments uh, in uh, different products. So we kind of run the whole um, spectrum on this, but uh, our five eighths uh, inch drip tape, um, this is really meant to go, you know, maybe as much as seven, 800 feet and and some of this will depend on flow and, and spacing. If you've got a higher flow, it's, it's going to be a little bit less. But the goal is that you want to you want to be at least at 90% uh, emission uniformity. And um, so, again, five eighths probably you want to keep that you know seven eight hundred feet. That seven eighths you probably want to pick up around that eight hundred feet. You can kind of run that uh, to maybe about thirteen hundred feet. And again, this, this, I'm using some averages um, and it really kind of depends on, on specific flows. Um, you know, if you need a longer length of run, if you're going closer to 1500 feet, you probably need to either adjust your spacing or you need to, to bump this up to a one inch uh, drip tape. If you need to go further than that, if you're kind of in that 1500 feet to 2000 feet range, you're gonna wanna consider an inch and, and an eighth. And if you're over 2,000 feet, uh, and we see some of this in, in California, but we see more of it um, in uh, Kansas, Nebraska, Texas, Oklahoma. They're trying to go half-mile runs, and they're using a massive um, size drip tape uh, to, to get to those half-mile runs. And so um, Jane has all of these. When, when you look at uh, our Chapin, and turbo tape products really kind of lend itself to this uh, this five eighths and seven eighths. Uh, our Cascade products, um, really, I mean, it's the entire run here. Um, but uh, in Cascade, so we we do this in five eighths and also in seven eighths. But uh, um, you know, we make it in the one inch, inch and an eighth, and inch and three eighths. 
I think the next question that you want to ask is really what's the, the longevity? Um, is this going to be just a single use application or is this going to be an SDI? <clears throat> the photo to the left is a lettuce crop on the coast where we're using a, a, a five mil uh, chapin. Um, you know, we're, we're going about 900 feet uh, on this and uh, it's an eight inch spacing uh, medium flow. And the photo on the right is obviously a, a cotton crop where um, they're burying that tape below the surface, you know, about a foot deep and they're leaving it in the ground for as long as they possibly can. And they're just farming on top of it. And they uh, most have kind of thought through how they're gonna plan and what they're gonna farm, what the rotation is gonna be <coughs> so that they can get, uh, you know, I'm really 15, 20 years um, or, or even longer out of it. So I just wanted to show kind of two different uh, examples. I've got a video here, hopefully this plays. And uh, this, is, uh, this is actually four mil drip tape, uh, seven eighths, uh, on the, the coast of California. And uh, this is uh, um, a lettuce crop that's already been harvested and this tape is really, it's on the surface to barely just under, maybe a, maybe about an inch deep. Um, and what they're trying to do is, is um, you know, they're running this, uh, this uh, these rotating bars and they're lifting it to the surface and then, you know, laying it back down uh, so that it can be retrieved. But uh, I think we're one of the few companies that, that offers a four mil drip tape in a seven eighths. And um, we, we've seen a, a big change on the coast where growers were using 13 and 15 mil drip tape and getting multiple uses out of it. And um, just with, uh, for, for a number of reasons, uh, we've seen that, uh, we've seen a complete change to a single use uh, application, but it only makes sense financially if you can do this in a five mil or even a four mil, and we've, we've kind of put a pencil to it, and uh, as have growers, and they found that this is actually um, a, a better way for them uh, uh, to operate. Uh, there's a big labor uh, factor that goes into play here too. So, um, but yeah, that's, this has been a, a, a huge market for us on the coast, selling uh, our Chapin seven eighths, uh, five mil, maybe a little bit of four mil, um, the, the, this grower was real happy with the results. So we'll, uh, we'll kind of keep moving uh, in that direction. Um, this is... Kevin, do you have any uh, video or, uh, or photos of uh, installations of tape? I don't, I, uh, not in this presentation. Um, this is, this is uh, picking, picking the tape up um, from the field and then... Uh, um, it's, it's getting wound onto a, uh, a binder and then this, uh, will, uh, be sent to a recycler. Um, yeah, Richard, I don't, um, okay. I, I kind of missed that. I, if somebody specifically is looking for that, um, I can find something and, uh, and send that, uh, uh to that individual. Yeah. We actually have some posted on the website and, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to remind people that we do have these on, uh, on big spool tools that uh, they, they put on the tractors and it's uh, all an automated process, right, Kevin? It, it is. Yeah. It, I mean, it takes, it takes a few employees, right. To, to, to try and make sure 
you know, it, it gets, you know, fed into the right loop. But uh, yeah, this cuts quite a bit of labor out. Um, they, they used to take this material and they would splice it. They would heat weld it together. And it was a real tedious process. Costs a lot of money. Uh, takes a lot of, a lot of people uh, to be involved with, with the labor shortage uh, that we've experienced in, in our, our industry. Um, this has really been a good, uh, a good option. Uh, and uh, it, uh, I, I will say, um, you know, there is a chance, you know, year after year after year, you know, you can see a little bit of degradation with, with the tape. Maybe, maybe, you know, something gets plugged or, or as you're splicing, you don't get it just right. Um, this way, I mean, you're starting fresh um, and you're, uh, you're, you're really getting, you know, 90, 95% uniformity out of the drip tape. Um, I think studies have shown, regardless of, of, of whose tape it is, you know, the, the performance goes down um, year after year. Uh, especially in a situation like this. Just real quick, uh, talking about the soil type uh, on your farm, I think it's important you know, to, to make sure you understand, you know, are you dealing with heavy soils or light soils? And uh, that, that'll help determine the spacing of your drip tape and also the mill thickness of your drip tape. Um, if you've got really, really tight soils, heavy soils, uh, you could consider using that turbo tape uh, on a six or eight inch spacing uh, with one of those ultra low flow uh, products. Um, it's, um, it, it's one of the main reasons onion growers uh, use this is because, it, you know, some of these, some of these onions, they, you know, they, they don't want too much water around the bulb. And so the, if you've got an application rate of your tape, that's too much for your soil to, to take in, you'll, you'll have puddling and uh, that can cause uh, breakdown uh, when those onions go into storage. And so um, we've, we've, uh, I've been involved in a few studies on, on that where uh, we've seen huge improvements um, by going with those very, very low flow rates on those close uh, tight emitters. Uh, lighter soils, um, you know, you can, you can go to an eight or a 12 inch and you can up your flow. Um, I will say, um, depending on the soil type is you're installing your tape, remember, um, you know, some soils are more forgiving than others. And so if you, if you go, if you lay it a little bit deeper, it might be more of a challenge to, uh, uh, to get it back out of the ground. And so you'll, you want to keep that in mind as you're trying to de decide, okay, do I want to go with a five mil or a six mil, or do I want to consider an eight mil? And so these are all things that, uh, that, that go in um, the decision process. Water quality, um, you know, that's uh, and this picture I'm showing here is, is really nothing. This isn't like an ultra dirty. Uh, this is just uh, flushing uh, a drip line. I, I think you know most people have seen something like this. Um, if you've got adequate filtration, uh, we have products that can um, handle this just fine. And uh, we, we definitely want to steer uh, somebody to Chapin Deluxe. Uh, which has kind of an extra set of inlets. Again, each one of these inlets is a filter. And so um, it, it just gives you a little bit more protection. Um, if, uh, especially for organic matter, um, that'll, uh, that'll help out quite a bit. Turbo tape, kind of the same concept. Uh, we have dual filtering inlets on both sides, uh, very difficult to plug. Um, I, I will say that if you have a real heavy salt load, probably the best option 
is to go uh, with that discrete emitter, that, that small individual emitter uh, in, in Cascade. Um, it, uh, it doesn't have very far for the water to travel. It's got really, really good velocity and it's probably your, your best line, line of, of defense against uh, plugging if you've got a heavy silt load. So I just wanted to kind of give the group, the audience, a few options. You know, if you've got challenging water conditions, Chapin Deluxe, great option, Turbo Tape, great option, and, and the same with Cascade. And if it's a heavy silt load, you know, Cascade is probably the best option in that case. Uh, anyone that's traveled um, around knows that not everything is flat. Uh, I live in Idaho, and rarely do we see anything that, that uh, any kind of a flat field. Um, slopes can be a challenge, and uh, we, we've got a great option for that. Uh, we have, have a, a pressure compensating product that regardless of the slope or the pressure that changes within that slope, your flow is going to remain the same. And uh, this is uh, our top drip uh, PC product. Um, we uh, make this in a drip tape. Um, right now, um, we're offering this in a uh, 20 mil uh, product. And uh, I don't know, I haven't uh, gotten to that slide yet. Uh, I, I do just wanna make a note, for every foot, whether it's going up or down, you're changing the pressure by almost a half a pound of pressure. So if you have an 800 foot run with a 5% slope, you probably have 40 feet of, uh, of elevation drop. Um, you know, this, this will work out to just under 20 PSI difference, right? So that, that's significant. And uh, you definitely want to make sure that you're using something with, uh, um, that, that's either pressure compensating or that has a very low emitter exponent. Our, our cascade uh, has a low, it's not pressure compensating, but it does have, um, you know, an emitter exponent kind of in that 0.2 to 0.25. Um, so uh, much better than some other products. Uh, but again, that's not, you know, fully pressure compensating, but we do have a PC product uh, that will work uh, um, very well. And I've listed uh, some of the products. Again, we make this in a 20 mil. Um, common products would be a 16 inch or an 18 inch spacing. And we make this in a low flow, which is a 0.15. And we also make it in a medium flow, which is a 0.26. I uh, was in the Boise area over the weekend and uh, had a chance to go visit uh, a farming operation that, that's used uh, our Chapin drip tape uh, for probably the last 11 years. Uh, been very, very happy with it. They, they kind of pushed the envelope with it a little bit, but uh, I just wanted to show the tape depth. This is an onion crop and, uh, you know, they're putting this around two inches deep and uh, it, I mean, the field looked beautiful. Uh, the soil was pretty mellow. Um, there's a little bit of cracking on the soil. It's more due to a heavy rain that came, came through. Um, but, uh, Getting the tape depth dialed in is really, really critical. And uh, I, I think only you are going to know best, you know, where you want that tape in relationship to your crop. But uh, just know you, you want to keep that, uh, you know, probably more, more shallow than deep. 
Um, I think a couple inches for an onion or garlic crop is is a really good uh, target level for that. And uh, um, again, you kind of saw some of the cracking in the, in the soil. And that, that's you know when it, it, it's it. I think there's a fair amount of clay, not not too much clay, but there, there there's clay in there that's causing a little bit of crusting uh, and a little bit of cracking. And uh, you know when when water you know, gets in between those particles, kind of pushes that oxygen out and it, it expands uh, those particles. And that's that's one of the reasons why you see a little bit of cracking. Let me see if I can go back to that. You kind of see what I'm talking about. Just a, a few examples of some, uh, of some, uh, Tape applications, the depth. Um, I think this is a corn crop uh, in Texas or Oklahoma. Uh, this this tape uh, is about a foot deep, and you can see the riser assembly how, how, where it's coming up from. And uh, they did a really good job trenching this and, and getting this installed uh, the right way. Um, this will be in the ground for as long as they possibly can leave it in the ground, as long as they take care and maintain the tape, um, they're gonna get a good life uh, lifespan out of it. Uh, this is uh, uh, chape and drip tape that was installed. Uh, this was, they were celebrating uh, 25 years. This is uh, in uh, Kansas. And, uh, and so they, uh, this is about 11, 12 inches deep and uh, really, really happy. Uh, sorry, it's 16 inches deep, but uh, happy with their performance. Uh, lasted 25 years. And uh, so, yeah, um, good. Uh, you you want to make sure, depending on the crop, that you've got the right tape at the right depth. The application rate uh, is really important as well. You, as I mentioned, you want to match the infiltration rate of the soil to the application rate of the, uh, of the drip tape or the emitter. Uh, in, in this field, this is an eight inch spacing. And this is right here at the zone break. And so I thought it was a, kind of a good illustration. Um, the water on the left, where you can see it's completely subbed out, uh, that, that ran for about 12 hours. And so it, it did what it, I think these are on 40 inch beds and you've got the line of tape right in the middle and then two uh, paired rows of onions. Um, so did a really good job. You know, they, they may have ran it even a little bit longer than, than really what they needed to, but uh, still a pretty good job. The, the tape on the right, uh, has been running for just for a couple hours and you can just see how uniform that is uh, all the way through but uh, uh, that's an eight inch uh, spacing uh, turbo tape uh, that we were using uh, on that so I just wanted to go through a few crops and kind of highlight you know different options you know here's a, a field in Oregon and uh, you get about 800 feet um, kind of right there on the line, you know, pushing the envelope a little bit, but we did the math on it and it's still, it was in kind of that high 80s, low 90s as far as emission uniformity. And so um, either Chapin or TurboTape would be a great option. This field actually is a field of Chapin. Um, the, uh, you, could, you could use a six inch emitter spacing, you could use an eight inch emitter spacing or even a 12 inch. In this case, we used a 12 inch uh, Chapin product. Um, either a low flow or an ultra low flow would both work really well uh, for this crop. And 
I, I think this is a five mil uh, product, but uh, you know, some, some growers might use six mil, um, you know, if they feel like, you know, the, the soil, you know, may have a little bit of trash in it or, you know, it could be a little bit rougher. Um, I've also seen growers that have said, you know what, I'm going to go four mil on this and uh, I'm going to see, you know, what I can do to save a little bit, you know, a little extra money. Um, but this, this field is actually a five mil uh, product. So just a good uh, illustration of, uh, of a Chapin product uh, in an onion field, but this could very well be a, a turbo tape uh, product as well. With Cascade, we probably, um, it, would it would grow onions just fine. We just feel like, you know, we've got different focuses and we feel like Chapin's probably a better option and probably a little bit more uh, gonna be less uh, expensive as well. Uh, these are processing tomatoes. They're, they're transplanting this field right now. Um, this is a 1200 foot run length. And so uh, we felt like seven eighths was the right uh, drip tape to go with uh, on this. Um, the, the drip tape is actually below each one of these lines, uh, buried about a foot deep. And uh, uh, we're using a 13 mil uh, product. Again, we wanna, this is gonna be in the ground for at least five years. Um, and so uh, we have two flow rate options, a, a 0.13 or a 0.17, either on a 12 inch or a 14 inch, both, both work really, really well. And, uh, and so just, uh, uh, and again, this is Cascade. Um, it's really been kind of our go-to product for processing tomatoes uh, on the West Coast and uh, been, uh, been a, just a great product uh, for this market. And then this is a lettuce crop. Um, you know, the tape is really, this picture doesn't show it, but this tape is buried about an inch below the, the soil surface. This is at the very end of the run and sometimes, you know, the, the tape will be exposed. But, uh, you know, this is more of a medium, uh, you know, to, to heavy soil type. We're actually going with an eight inch medium flow uh, product on here. Uh, this is a five mil uh, drip product. And, um, yeah. Kevin, is, is five mil pretty common uh, uh, mill to use for uh, lettuce? It, it is now. Uh, it, it used to be um, it used to be all eight mil, ten mil, thirteen mil, even even fifteen mil. Uh, we've we've made the switch, and I'm t when I'm t when I say this, I'm talking about lettuce grown uh, in California, primarily on the coast, maybe a little bit down in the de desert, and also in the, the Central Valley of California. But uh, yeah, we use five mil quite a bit. Um, it is buried and um, they, they are using it for a single application. And uh, they're doing this really for labor and for cost are the, uh, the, the two reasons, so. So it's, so it's actually reducing labor. This is reducing labor. So versus, versus pulling it out, re-splicing it, putting it back on, 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 uh, on reels, uh, inventorying it, um, yeah. Yeah, this has been uh, this has been something that uh, we've seen uh, over the last five years. We've seen growers completely change, um, and they've they've gone to this. Uh, it doesn't make sense to do it with a six mil product, uh, but it, uh, it, at five mil, um, yeah, it, it it makes sense. At four mil, it really makes sense, and we're trying to go in that direction. Um, I messed up on this slide. That that, that mil thickness is, is is five mil, not not thirteen or fifteen mil. Right. Um, 
just a, a, a tape selection guide. Uh, I think it's cut off a little bit. You can't see everything, but um, anybody, um, it, it's, it's a, a one page brochure that just kind of goes through some of the major crops, um, mainly vegetable crops, uh, some fruit crops, and helps uh, one decide really, you know, what would be kind of the best choice, maybe a, a good secondary or a good third option. And uh, so we have, uh, we have that. Anybody that is interested in that, uh, please, uh, um, you know, you can reach out to me. My information will be um, on the next slide and uh, I'll, uh, I'll make that available. And I did just want to finish uh, by saying thank you. I realize uh, everyone's time is, is precious. It's important. Uh, for you know, we want to reward um, those that are on this uh, this webinar. That if you do want that tape selection guide, go ahead and just you know hit me up, uh, either my phone number or my email address, and I'll uh, I'll make sure you get that. But above and beyond that, we wanted to uh, extend a, an appreciation for those attending um, this webinar um, by offering a five percent uh, discount on any of the products that, that I listed, the, the Chapin, the Turbo Tape, or the Cascade. Um, uh, it's a very uh, a generous discount. Um, I, you know, there's a few caveats in, in there. We'd want at least a minimum uh, order of 96 coils, and we'd, we'd cap it at a truckload. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're a farmer, we'll just, you know, we'll get with your irrigation dealer and we'll work out the details, but we would take an extra 5% we'd make sure that you pay 5% less uh, than, than what you normally would pay, but you've got to be on this webinar uh, today. Um, we would want to uh, um, kind of work through the details by the end of this week. And we'd want it to ship, you know, between now and, and, and sometime, you know, within the month of June. So just a way of saying thank you. Um, and uh, hope uh, everyone enjoyed um, this, this webinar and more than happy to take uh, some questions. Yeah, really nice, generous offer, Kevin. Thank you. And we do have uh, quite a few questions uh, to cover. Uh, and, and speaking of price, um, right off the bat, you know, people are wondering, are all these products priced the same? They're not. There's, there's um, you're going to see, you know, some variations a little bit. Uh, Chapin uh, BTF is probably going to be the best value um, on here. Uh, Chapin Deluxe and, and Turbo Tape are going to be priced uh, very similar, um, and uh, Cascade, you know, should kind of fall within that range. Um, because with Cascade, they're individual. Um, if you know, if if we drop below say 12 inches and go to a, a closer emitter spacing, those are those, you know, each one of those emitters cost cost money. Whereas the Chapin or the Turbo Tape, regardless of the spacing, the, the price really remains the same. Um, they're all priced competitive in the market. Um, you know, we don't uh, we certainly don't want to you know give anything away, but we're we're not uh, um, you know we're not too proud of it either. We 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 want to make sure that we're offering uh, you know a, a great product at a at a, a good affordable price. Yeah, that's great to hear, Kevin. So, uh, are both Cascade and Turbo Tape made in Fresno? They are. They're both made in Fresno. Okay. And um, another one, uh, if somebody wants to find a dealer that sells our product, what's the easiest way to do that? Uh, 
Really, I mean, if you want to, you know, contact myself, I, I can point you in the right direction. We we work really with uh, with um, you know most irrigation dealers, um, you know, across the, the country. We have six hundred, uh, you know, good solid irrigation dealers that represent us um, here in the U.S. And so I I think uh, um, you know you're you're able to uh, I think even on our website, um, you know, I think uh, I think there's a, a a way to find, uh, you know, some of our, our, uh, our irrigation dealers, but you can certainly just give me a, reach out to me if you have a specific question on that. And I can certainly point you in the right direction. You got a, a lot of good qualified dealers um, that be ready, willing to help you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I've seen that dealer locator too. You type in your uh, address or your zip code and it'll list them out as well. Um, and then uh, another question uh, we had was what, which of these products protects the best against plugging? Right, so if I've got a little bit, bit of a dirty water application. Yeah, I, I, if you have a heavy silt load, I would say Cascade is probably your best option. Um, we've, we've seen, it's just, it, it's difficult to plug that and we have really good velocity that runs through there and uh, been a great option. Uh, if you've got more organic matter, um, you know, I think Chapin Deluxe, TurboTape, um, both really, I mean, just excellent options. Um, I, I, I don't want to, um, take anything away from a good filtration system um, that needs to be a part of, uh, of of any irrigation system, you know, whether it's a sand media or it's a, uh, a screen filter, um, th those are important, but sometimes, you know, particles will find their way through. And uh, so with, with that said, I think uh, those products I mentioned um, will uh, do a good job. Yeah, and so then, Kevin, you had that great photo of your uh, onions in Idaho, and you had some tape two inches below the surface. Remember huh. that photo? Yeah. Do you remember specifically what tape that was? That was uh, our Chapin drip tape. Uh, it's a 5 eighths uh, drip tape. It's a 6 mil. Uh, it's a 12-inch spacing, and it's a 0.25 gallons per minute per 100 feet. It's a 12-inch low-flow Chapin drip tape. And then um, and one last question here today, Kevin, you know, for the fittings for the larger size uh, tape, uh, what, 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 how do people attach that to supply to me? How, how does all that work? Yep, uh, we, we as a company actually make the fittings that go to, to these drip tapes. And so we make a fitting that's in, uh, an inch and three eighths uh, big, right? That'll, that'll uh, the tape will just kind of sleeve right over the, the barb and then we have a twist lock um, the, 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 um, fastens it uh, together. Um, there, there's, there's a few different options to connect that, uh, to a riser assembly that would go into PVC, you know, either with a barber or a grommet or, uh, on a saddle. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we make all of those, um, and, uh, certainly have an option, um, if, if that's of, of interest. Yeah. So Kevin, thank you so much for all this information today. You know, really, when you think about all the choices, uh, it really can make your head spin. So I love seeing that uh, spreadsheet and which tape fits the application best. I, I just love that. I hope a lot of people reach out and ask you for that because uh, I know I find that super helpful. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for your great presentation. Thank you for all of you who attended today. Uh, just a reminder that uh, we will be emailing this presentation, the video to you later on this afternoon with the offer. And you can go on the Jane website
website at any time and see any of our videos in the video series. Uh, they're all there. If you just go to the main page and type in webinar series, you'll find the page and, and you can watch all of them there. Uh, so again, Kevin, thank you. Great job today. And thanks to all who attended. And right, uh, we will, we'll see you Friday. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks.